0: Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. Today in the studio. Hi, I'm Heather Turgeon. I'm Julie Wright. What inspired us to write this book was that we saw so many families and parents struggling with the dilemma of conflicting sleep advice that they were getting. A lot of parents telling us that they really had a feeling that their child was capable of better sleep, but that they wanted to be good, responsive, warm parents and that they'd been reading about attachment parenting and the importance of responding to your baby or child and so how could they make sense of these two things. And we were meeting a lot of people who would try kind of to be what they considered the most responsive possible or follow their child's lead or their baby's lead and end up overhelping and then being so frustrated and exhausted that they turn to a really harsh method of getting their child to sleep, like shutting the door and don't go in, or just things that didn't feel good to them. And we just felt like this makes no sense, because sleep is natural, and so is attachment. And these two things don't have to be conflicting, so we need to help parents make sense of this. That's the aspect of the book that so many parents have responded to is that we sort of made sense of a dilemma that had been out there for a long time.
1: Well, narrating the book was easier in some ways because we wrote the book and we talk about sleep all the time. We do consults and we give classes and we talk to people about sleep a lot. So in those ways, it was easy It's harder to read words word for word. So that's the hard part. It's also hard when you see something you wrote that you wish you could change and you can't change it. So that part was really
0: hard. We wrote this book, well, it came out three years ago. So in a sense, that was maybe extra challenging because I hadn't read it through word for word in quite a long time. I mean, I have so much respect for voice actors and professional narrators. It's quite hard. It's a big job. Is there a
1: word I didn't know how to pronounce? I don't think so. My mom was a big
0: stickler on language and vocabulary, so she taught me well. I just hadn't said the words, like, myoclonic sleep jerk, <laughs> like, some of the scientific terms. I did so much, you know, research, and I'm a science writer as well, so I, I read and write a lot of, about science. But there were some, like, homeostatic sleep drive and, like, things like that where I just hadn't said the word in a little while, so I saw it coming in the sentence before, and I was like, oh, God, what is that word again?
1: The thing I'm most excited for listeners to hear is I want them to really feel encouraged and supported. Heather and I, the last thing we want parents
0: to feel is judged. We want the book to be helpful. I guess I'm proud of myself for getting through and doing it, and maybe doing it in a hopefully reassuring and calm tone because I think that's what parents need. I hope that the voice comes across as calm and reassuring and friendly. I'm excited for them to hear my and Julie's like actual voices describing these things because that personal touch might be really helpful to them to connect to us. If I wasn't going to read my audiobook, I'd have to go with Michelle Obama for reading it.
1: The person I love listening to so much, and I know he narrates his own books, is Dan Siegel, who wrote the foreword to our book. So it felt really strange reading his words, but I love listening to him teach and speak.
0: Library memories, it's funny, but I guess I'm gonna have to go with a really recent one or current one because my daughter and I are right now in like such a beautiful little library routine that I'm loving, which is that my son has basketball practice twice a week. He's really into basketball. So we drop him off and we go to the public library twice a week. And she is in kindergarten, so she's learned to read this year. And it's So much fun to get her a little library card to support her trying to search for her things that she wants on the computer, to go and find them together, to come out with like 10 library books and then read them before bed. It's just a cool and sweet little ritual that we've gotten into, and I'm loving it.
1: I can't remember a librarian from my own childhood, but I do remember taking my son, who's now 21, to story time at the Beverly Hills library in Los Angeles and there was a lady there who told stories and she had these felt boards and for each story she would put the little characters and pieces on the felt board and it was just the cutest thing and he loved it he would sit there and just watch it so
0: avidly it was just adorable I don't listen to audiobooks I read I'm uh, I think I'm going to start though <laughs> I've heard so many friends talk about audiobooks recently and because we're recording this one I've been just mentioning it to people and I feel like the world of audiobooks is kind of opening up for me so I'm I'm going to start listening to them and I live in LA so I need things to listen to in the car so I'm going to start downloading more audiobooks and getting into that whole world myself. I'm kind of excited. This is the author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening.